You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Ed Frank. I am NCBA's Director of Policy Communications. We want to wish everybody a very happy new year. And joining us for the first podcast of 2018 is Colin Woodall, NCBA's Senior Vice President for Government Affairs. Colin, thanks for joining us and happy new year to you. Happy New Year to you as well, Ed, and we're looking forward to a really good 2018. There's a lot of things that we need to address here in the cattle business here in Washington, D.C. Yeah, so we've finished 2017 with a look back. We had a policy webinar where we looked back on on the many activities of 2017. If you missed that, you can check out last week's podcast on our website. Um, But since 2018 is officially here, we thought this is a good opportunity to do a little preview and look ahead to what's coming up this year. Um, And I know right out of the gate, we've got something uh, moving on well, hopefully moving, but at least there's going to be some action on CERCLA, EPCRA, um, which, uh, as you know, if you've listened to our pad- podcast back in December, um, essentially there was a court decision last year that uh, is going to lead or could lead to uh, the federal government regulating agricultural entities, farms and ranches uh, under these laws, which were really designed to clean up uh, contaminated Superfund toxic waste sites, which um, obviously we think is, is kind of nuts. Um, But can you talk a little bit about where we stand on that and where we are uh, headed uh, this month, actually? Uh, Indeed, we don't believe that Congress ever intended for the Superfund laws, CERCLA and EPCRA, to ever apply to agriculture. But unfortunately, we find ourselves here in a situation where because of this court case, we are threatened with having to report our emissions under CERCLA and EPCRA. Now, fortunately, we have been able to buy ourselves a little time here. So our top priority going in 2018 is trying to get some protection in place. Ideally, we want to see manure exempted from CERCLA and EPCRA. We're looking at legislation that can make that happen, but at the very least, we want to make sure that agriculture is exempted from the reporting requirements. We have a lot of support from EPA right now. We also have a lot of support on Capitol Hill. It's just going to be a matter of getting Congress to act very quickly to take this action so that way we can protect ourselves. But again, going into 2018, this is our top priority to protect ourselves against a rule that, as you said, was meant for major chemical manufacturing facilities, not for agriculture. Right. And then, of course, one thing that's been out there on the horizon and is on the short term horizon now as we head into 2018 is the 2018 Farm Bill. Uh, What do we know about the time frame on that and and where do we stand on, on that whole issue? There's a lot of work to be done in a very short time to get it done in, Ed. We know that the current Farm Bill expires on September 30th of this year. We would like to have a Farm Bill, a new Farm Bill in place by then so everybody can have some certainty on what the rules are going to look like going into the next five years. We also know that both the chairman of the House Agriculture Committee and the Senate Agriculture Committee also want to get this bill done. So I think we're going to see a push, a fast push here early in uh, 2018 to have a markup over on the House side to get a new bill passed and then to really push on the Senate to get theirs done, hopefully by the time we get into the uh, to the summer. Uh, we have to be very careful here because history is not on our side when it comes to getting a farm bill done in time. But with the motivation of the House chairman and the Senate chairman both, uh, we're going to do everything we can to help them be successful in getting this bill done. And that includes protecting the conservation title, protecting the research title, and also establishing a vaccine bank to protect us against foot and mouth disease. Right. And uh, another issue that saw some action toward the end of 2017, uh, but it was basically punting, um, we're trying to get a final resolution on this, is electronic logging devices or ELDs. Where do we stand on that as we look forward to 2018? Right now, most commercial truckers 
are having to comply with the electronic logging devices. However, for agriculture, we were able to buy ourselves a little time in order to address the issue of hours of service because we know that the ELDs and the hours of service as they exist don't work for live animals being hauled down the road. We can't have these animals sitting on the side of the road. We need them moving in order to keep them comfortable and get them to market as quickly as possible. It truly is an animal welfare issue for us. So we were happy that the Department of Transportation understood that and took the action to give us some more time. But now we have to find a way to get more exemptions from DOT in order to make sure that agriculture is treated differently. Because a load of cattle is much different than a load of toilet paper. And we need to make sure we can get these animals to market as quickly as possible. Uh, one issue that we talked about a lot in 2017, there's been a lot of activity or a lot of planning, I guess, behind the scenes is reform of the Endangered Species Act. We've seen some advances on some of the other public lands issues. Um, what are the prospects of, of real significant ESA reform in 2018? We knew that ESA modernization was going to be a long-term project. And that truly has been uh, the, the shape uh, of this entire effort thus far. We spent 2017, as you had mentioned, doing the prep work, making sure that we got the buy-in and got some draft language that we knew could be successful. Now it's going to be a matter of taking 2018, get that language introduced get some markups, and hopefully get a bill passed as we get into early summer. Uh, we still believe that there's an appetite in Congress to make this happen. There's definitely an appetite among stakeholders to make it happen, and this will be a major policy push for NCBA and the Public Lands Council here in Washington, D.C. in 2018. And then, uh, of course, one of the perennial issues that is never going to go away is international trade, access to foreign markets. 2017 was sort of a mixed bag year. We got access to China for the first time in about 13 years, um, but uh, lost TPP, lost some of our, our access or potential gains in, in Asia. Um, and the president has announced that we're going to renegotiate NAFTA. Uh, we have had several rounds of talks on that. Where do you see the, the international trade issue going um, as NAFTA is renegotiated and possibly other deals like Chorus? Uh, for NCBA, our focus is going to be concluding the NAFTA renegotiations as quickly as possible and getting whatever that new NAFTA 2.0 looks like, uh, not only agreed to, but also through Congress. Markets hate uncertainty, and there just continues to be a tremendous amount of uncertainty in regard to what's going to happen with the relationship between two of our largest trading partners. And for us in the cattle business, as we continue to see our herd expand, we need to make sure that we maintain access to both Canada and Mexico. Mexico. So for us, uh, so far the news has been good that cattle and beef access has not been on the chopping block, but ultimately we need the agreement to stay in place. And that is our continued focus and message to the administration is keep us in NAFTA and get this renegotiation done as quickly as possible. At the same time, though, we know there's going to be continued discussion about the South Korean agreement, better known as CORUS. Again, we have a very successful agreement, one that has uh, basically resulted in South Korea becoming our number two to export market and value for U.S. beef, uh, we have to maintain that as well. Again, as we talk about this expanding domestic herd, we have a very mature beef eating market here in the United States, and we need to be able to move product, and moving product means getting it overseas. So for us, it looks like 2018 will continue to be a defensive position where we're just trying to protect the agreements that we currently have. All right, and finally, uh, sort of the elephant in the room, if not, not really the room, but at the 
looming on the horizon at the end of the year, um, 2018, is an even-numbered year, which means that we have elections coming up in November. Every House seat is going to be up for re-election. A third of the Senate's going to be up for re-election. Uh, it's far too early to sort of prognosticate the outcome of those elections. There's a lot of, a lot of politics to be done between now and then. But uh, when you have elections looming out there, that tends to get in the way of actual legislative work. Um, what, do, what do you see? Um, how do you see that playing out? And, and when do when does Congress really need to get their legislative business wrapped up? When at what point is it almost too late to get substantive legislative work done in an election year? We're just about 10 months away from the midterm election. And this midterm election, like all midterm elections, is critical because it will determine who controls Congress and ultimately how that impacts the success of the president moving forward with any sort of legislative priorities that he has left. So it has huge implications on us in the cattle business. If by chance we were to see a change in power, a lot of the advancements that we have seen on things such as tax reform, for example, uh, probably will will take a, a back seat and we'll have to focus focus only on a lot of the regulatory reform. So that's why we're taking a very close look at a lot of these races. Uh, the races are going to start now. Uh, we know that in a lot of cases we have Republican primaries that are going to have a huge impact on who ultimately has control of both the House and the Senate. All those primaries are going to start here at the end of the month and into the early spring. And more than likely, most everybody is going to turn their focus towards getting reelected by the time we get to Memorial Day, because then you have the uh, opening of, of parade and festival season. It's a lot of time for members of Congress and candidates to get out and shake hands. And at that point in time, uh, major pieces of legislation, unfortunately, are no longer the priority. So if we don't have uh, these things like the Farm Bill either passed or have significant progress made by the time we get into the summer, the chances of getting it done by the, uh, the end of the year or definitely by the time they leave in October to go back for their last push for campaigning, uh, the, the, the prognosis is, is pretty, pretty dim. So we need to get things done here in the spring while we've got an opportunity to make it happen. All right, Colin Woodall, thanks for joining us. Best of luck in 2018. Again, Happy New Year. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef. And check us out online at beefusa.org and on Twitter at at Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening.